Hey guys, my name is BJ Lair. And I am Jed Burks. And we are the Big Red Junkies. We laugh, we drink, and we talk. Seriously, well, fuck. <laughs> so we just did a like 55 minute awesome episode recapping that game. <laughs> Come to find out, BJ's fat fingers didn't get the record button pushed properly. <laughs> so, you're going to get a rather abbreviated version of this recap, because I know most of you aren't going to listen to this anyway, because it's well after the game, and it was a good game, but not a lot to chat about, more than uh, just a couple accolades we're going to hand out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we want to get to this Oklahoma preview, so uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get into it, man. <laughs> God damn it. I'm so mad. Well, be, we, before I start talking, did you hit record? Yes, it's, it's oh. recording as we speak. It's recording. I promise. I'm watching the numbers tick right now. I might be talking the entire time because that's all you're going to do is stare at that screen. Oh, and make sure that it's recording. I'm just an unhappy beaver right now. <laughs> oh, well, dude, I was like I said in the unrecorded version of this, <laughs> uh, I've got to give massive props out to Adrian Peterson, Ad- Adrian Martinez. And see, now I'm drunk, too, so I don't even know what I'm doing. Jesus. Uh, flustered. You want me just to go and then you can kind of collect yourself? Dude, a get better. into it. Get into it. So, I mean, okay, I'll let you talk about Adrian Martinez, and I completely agree with that. But, you know, one of the things that, I feel like I've said this before. Um, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> one, of, one of the things that I, uh, you put, you texted me at towards the end of the game, and I was a huge dick to you when you asked me who was the player of the game because you wanted oh, yeah. to put a thing up on Facebook. And uh, I gave you one on offense and two on defense. And we ended up going with Adrian Martinez, and that's perfectly fine because it's highly justified. But I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the defense and specifically the linebackers. Obviously, Luke Reimer, who ends up with 16 tackles in a in a uh, interception, seven solos out of those 16. I mean, he he was everywhere. And but the thing is, it, obviously, we have to talk about Luke Reimer and how he played. But it was all of the linebackers: JoJo Doman, Garrett Nelson, Caleb Tanner, uh, Kalarvik played really well. Hell, Heinrich had eight. Yeah, uh, Heinrich. Yeah. I mean, the, all of the linebackers, they were all over the place. They had, I, I think I had the stat earlier, it was 13 of the 21 quarterback pressures that we had on uh, Van Trees were from the linebackers. Yeah. They they were everywhere. And again, it wasn't just the pressure that they put on the linebackers. Uh, that one play by Luke Reimer where he sniffed out the fourth down play and uh, caught that guy. With God, the that play pass. was awesome. It was. But I thought he was busted. I was literally going, oh, God damn it. And then all of a sudden. Grabs the shoestring, and I was like, oh, but even, but even the third down play right before that, when Garrett Nelson came all the way down from the opposite end of the line of scrimmage oh, yeah. and crashed down and got the line, got the running back short of the line to gain on third down to set up the fourth down play that they needed. Um, that was a phenomenal play by Garrett Nelson. And so, you know, the defensive line played really well. I was impressed with specifically Ben Stilley. But those linebackers, the way that they played, had, was he phenomenal. Had, he had three of the QB hurry-ups. Yeah. 
Now he did he did well. Um, I I really like the way that the defensive front seven as a unit plays. Yes. Yes. Just all in all, um, I think <clears throat> I think more than anything we saw some of that lateral movement that we talked about at the beginning <laughs> of the season, needing to see some of those bigger boys up front mm-hmm. just fill some of those holes. Yes. You don't have to be the one making the big stops. Just fill some of the holes and let let some of those linebackers actually eat. Yeah, and, and, we, and we saw that from Ty Robinson. That was another, that was a guy that we talked about in the season preview about how he's not necessarily a guy that's going to get upfield. He's going to uh, clog holes, and he, I mean, hell, he had a tackle for loss, and uh, he, he actually, did. He had he three tackles by able, himself. He actually was able to get up the field, and but he was be able to clog the holes, especially for a running team like Buffalo is. We were able to corral them pretty well on the running game. Yeah. Well, and it, you know, defense obviously, I thought they did a hell of a job. Luke Reimer almost had three interceptions. He got the one, but he almost had that one if he'd actually had his eyes on the ball. It hit him right in the freaking bicep. Yeah. Uh, that that one I thought for sure was. The, it hit him so hard it almost stuck to him, and I'm like, "Damn, run the other way!" And it fell out. But I don't, I don't even think he ever had his eyes on that. I think he was looking for something else. Yeah. They, they that as a unit, I thought they played excellently. There were a couple things, you know. Obviously, we'll get into Cam Taylor Britt for the special team side of things, but he was a dude that I texted you after two blown pass coverage plays. I said the the guy's just it's it's like he can't get out of his own head. He's just making mistake after mistake after mistake, and it's frustrating. Try, try you know trying to be Superman. Yeah, he, he's I I don't know what it is. Um, I might have said this once or twice a few <laughs> minutes ago. Uh, he 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 just see he seems to be a, a guy that is just trying to make the hero play, and that's not the guy that we have been watching over the last couple of years. He, the reason why he is one of the best defensive backs in the conference and the best defensive back on our team coming into the season regarded that way is because of the way he played previous. He doesn't need to be Superman. Just be Cam Taylor Britt the way that you've been playing the last handful of years. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of that, I didn't see a single person on the defense that I would have picked on. No. Well, and I said, I, Talked about it last week. Uh, how well Quentin Newsom's been playing. Oh yeah, I mean, I I I love that was the big question mark coming into the season. Who was going to take over for DiCaprio Boodle? And you know, Quentin Newsom was a guy that was is highly heralded, but he hasn't had any experience, and so there was a question mark on him. And he has answered a lot of questions. I mean, he's he's still a little rough around the edges. There's some things that he needs to clean up, but. He he's playing very well for uh, stepping into that spot, especially with the guys around him in that secondary. He he's fitting in very nicely. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, like I already alluded to, I, I, you did win. I was, <laughs> I was, I was astounded. I'll put it that way. I didn't even say this before, but I was astounded at how well I thought Adrian played. I haven't seen him play like that since his freshman year. He was making he was making quick decisions. I don't know if they took any of his reads off of his plate, if maybe they narrowed the offensive down a little bit for him. It didn't seem like it that much. It just seemed like everything was he, he was in baller mode. He was in straight baller mode. Yeah. He wasn't worried about, oh, damn, pockets collapsing. Uh, I should probably just make sure I protect the ball. He did a good job of protecting the ball in this game, I thought. But a lot of that had to do with the fact that he just straight up decided, nope, 
the other, hey, the pocket's collapsing. I'm actually going to scramble a little bit and get out of this. Mm-hmm. And he looked good. Mm-hmm. He looked quick. He looked sharp. And like I said, he made those decisions faster than we've been seeing him make. It it always seemed by before, choice or by force. He made yeah. those decisions quickly because some, yeah. some of them were by force because that offensive line is terrible. But a lot of what we had been seeing before when the offensive line would put him in those decision-making moments, he was scuffling. It was like he was so hung up on trying to make the pass play that he wasn't necessarily just deciding, I'm going to yank it down and run and use my feet. Maybe that had to do with some of the weight that he had on him that he really shouldn't have. We'll never know on that side of things. It might have just been an internal pressure of his. But to me, he looked sharp. He looked very sharp. He made some great throws. He still made some errant throws that it's kind of like they're just head scratchers. Why did you make that so hard for your receiver to catch that ball? You'd have had some yak if you would have actually put it where it needed to be. One way or the other, he still came out. He threw for what? He was uh, 13 for 19, 242, two touchdowns. That's not a bad day no, for no, a running quarterback, no. especially. But, I mean, not just for a running quarterback, but for the offense that we run. Yeah. I'll take it. I mean, he, he still has yet to throw an interception this year. So, he is putting the ball in places that is advantageous for our offense. Which is interesting to me because we did talk about that in the preseason. About how maybe... A lot of what he was doing last year with throwing the ball at the ankles all the time was just keeping it away from the defender. If you remember when we yeah, said that, yeah, um, he's doing more of that, but it's in a better spot this year. Yeah, when he actually has a second to, to set his feet and throw a good ball, he's doing a nice job. He threw a couple dimes over the top. Samari Touri, the way that he was able to take the top off the defense, we haven't seen that in my opinion since at least year one with Frost, mm-hmm. if not before that. Um, well, and again, Toure was a Toure or Martinez did what he did, and Toure was able to get as open as he was multiple times, not just on the two sixty-eight yard touchdown passes, but without Omar Manning on the field, without Oliver Martin on the field, without Austin Allen on the field for se- seven quarter, seven eighths of the game, game yeah. not even a quarter, because it was like the first series of the game when he got yeah. injured. Um, with our basically our top three weapons coming into this season was Oliver Martin, Omar Manning, and Austin Allen. I mean, yes, people put Samari Touré on that list, but nobody had we seen him know. play yet. Yeah. Although barely anybody saw Omar Manning play either, but still, <laughs> at least he was on the team last year. So was his an injury that held him out? Hmm, who, who are you asking? <sighs> Damn. Anyway, I was really hoping he stubbed his toe that morning. No. Um, so, but for Torre and Martinez to be able to do what they did in the game against a good Buffalo team. Torre only caught two passes. Yeah. He, he only I, had I think two. I thought he had three. He only had two catches for 136. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. And there were two 68 yard passes. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was pretty incredible to me to watch. I think he did take a lot of heat off of the other guys out there. And that really helped him. I really, really, oh, that holding call that brought back the Betts touchdown. That yeah. Betts touchdown was sick when he bopped it to himself. That looked like some NFL-style shit. Um, I loved that. I, like I said before, I could have watched it 15 times as yeah. long as it didn't get called back for, it to, for, for a fucking holding call. Yep. But outside of that, man, I thought Gabe Irvin looked really nice, especially in the second half. Um, the rest of the running backs basically – Shit the bed. Yeah. 
I mean, averaging only three and a half yards of carry for the running backs. Yeah. I mean, again, Gabe Irvin averaged 5.6, though. Yeah. That's solid. Well, and 21 of those came on one run, but so. (laughs) Well, he he had three of the runs over 10 yards because he had an 11 yard run and I think another 11 yard run. Um, and again, hey, we finally had a running back run for a play over 20 yards. Yeah, it was nice. For the first time. <laughs> I honestly got I I'm not even as worried about the running backs getting over 20 as I am the receivers getting over 10. Yeah. I think that's neat. Well, and you know, Adrian well, and Logan threw one. Uh Nebraska as a whole was three of three throwing the ball past 21 yards. Uh so I'll take that too. Well, and we had five receivers catch balls that went further than 10 yards. Well, they weren't receivers. We had a lot of tight ends catching passes. <laughs> five people receiving the ball, dickhead. I'm just saying that also shows again how how we're spreading it around. I like it. But I mean, how thin we are all of a sudden on at the wide receiver position, too, though. Well, yeah, but I think some of that speaks. They, they've talked about coming into this year, how they wanted to get the tight ends much more involved. And now that we have some talented guys in there, even if the couple that are left behind Allen are younger, I think we've got some talent there that I like to see out on the field catching some balls. Yeah, I mean, you had you had Hickman. He caught three for 90. Yeah, and one of them was that 54-yarder yeah. by uh, Logan. The uh, the garbage time yeah. throw that Buffalo got mad about? <laughs> yeah, whatever. They don't like it, stop him. Yeah, but man, outside of that, the only, like I said before, the only negative that I really had was special teams. Back to Cam Taylor Britt. Wait, you said this before when? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cam Taylor Britt, obviously, like you said, didn't, didn't, wasn't necessarily the cause of that specific snafu. No, no. but he, he, he also could have helped prevent it if he'd have been screaming, Peter, Peter, Peter. Yeah. Or just get the fuck out the way. <laughs> <laughs> However you want to say it. Turn into ludicrous. Move, move bitch. bitch. Get, get out, out the way. way. <laughs> Dive. How low can you go? But I, I know that typically in special teams, we like to throw Cam Taylor Britt under the bus. But I mean, realistically, can you really call it typical when it's only been three games of him shit in the bed. Yeah, but he had a couple plays last year, too. He did the same thing. He did. He had one. Play Take him the, the fuck game. off. I don't care. I'm not disagreeing with you, but because guess what? We also didn't have this week. We had zero field goals. We had as many field goals as we had punt return yards. Yeah. <laughs> but what I that's, for the second week in a row that I take the over yeah, on exactly. fifteen. But that's another thing that I'm. You know, we don't. We if we're going to talk special teams, we can't just throw Cam Taylor Britt under the bus because that one fumble on the on the punt wasn't his. wasn't completely his fault because it didn't technically hit him. No, I like but I said, I get that. But if we're going to crack on special teams, we got to go to the kicker. That's like that's like, that's kind of like saying I was driving ninety, I was doing just fine driving ninety, but this asshole in front of me decided to swerve into my lane going fifty five, and I ran into the back of him. He caused the accident. Yeah, no, I caused the accident. I was going ninety. I know. Like I said, I'm not Peter, 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 bitch. But what I'm saying is, we also have to bring up the kicker, who, for somebody that is the reigning Big Twelve, Big. What'd 10, you say earlier? You called him. Connor gulp, Connor gulp, because you got to gulp a big <laughs> right drink here. of alcohol before he kicks anything. I mean, he's the reigning kicker of the year in the in the Big Ten Conference. And if I have to watch any this. more of his misses like that, I, there's not enough crown in my house. I I just plain I, and simple. I don't know what it is. I, I heard 
that he might have had an injury going into the season. But if that's the case, you put somebody else out there. Like anybody. They have Do we not have anybody? They do this have year? other guys. I mean shit. Lane, this isn't two years ago, right after we got rid of Caleb Lane. We still have one of those guys. Lane McCallum is playing safety right now. Wow. Bring him back over. He kicked a field goal. It was either a field goal or an extra point, one of the two, whichever he had. But we had six guys score a kicking point two years ago. Yeah. We still got at least one of those guys on the team. I did. Speaking of speaking of kickers and punchers and problems with special teams, I did hear Caleb Lightborn is now on his third team. Oh, really? I think he's if I, I can't remember which game it was that it was on. It was just like on as I was walking through the living room uh, afterwards. And I'm pretty sure I heard his name in it was NC State, maybe. But he he transferred up to Oregon State, didn't he? Yeah. I thought he followed all those dudes up there that Riley brought down here. I still got him on Oregon State. Well, maybe maybe there's another Lightborn out there that's kicking punts. I don't know. Maybe, but I got him at Oregon State. I mean, I don't know if he's still there. He might be done playing football, but as far as Caleb Lightborn, where he came out, I mean, he's he's this is the 2020 roster that he's on. I don't know. And he was a redshirt senior. I mean, granted, he still gets an extra year from last year, but he might be done. Whatever. The kid never panned out. No. We're not here to talk about him. But I don't have anything else on this game, honestly. I thought it was a great game. We we doubled up what we should have won by, according to Vegas. Yeah. We really should have almost quadrupled it up if we got all those points back. But, but again, like it's said, Nebraska. <laughs> We, 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 That's exactly what you texted me when I said there should have been another 20, 21 points, 24 points on the board. All he, all you responded with was, this is Nebraska. Yeah. I mean, what, what spot the lie? That's what we do. We what? haven't mentioned yet the, the one the one positive, real real big positive that we pull off of Buffalo is Ventries. Get through the ball 50 times. Yeah. He looked, he looked sharp, I thought. He stood in there more than anything. He it wasn't there. just Ventries played really well. Uh, their linebackers were really good. Not just the James Patterson that we talked about uh, in in their in the stats thing that we have, uh, but all of their linebackers played really really well. Their I thought their secondary. I know Samari Torre would tell you show you otherwise, but I, I thought their <laughs> at least twice. Yeah, I thought their secondary played pretty well. Um, they just didn't have the speed. No, when he decides to turn on the Jets, he can run away from yes. people. He he's gonna. It, it, let me ask you this: Where did Antonio Brown go to school? Central Michigan. Yeah, the Chippewas. Yeah, from the he, from the he, MAC conference of Buffalo. He, you, you can come out. You can come out of some small schools. Dan, Dan Lefevre was their his quarterback up there. He was that was a fun team to watch. I'm just saying, it, don't don't think just because he came P, from a small way, not school PJ that he's Fleck, not somebody. Not huge. PJ Fleck, Central Michigan. Same school, yes, but PJ Fleck wasn't at Central Michigan at yeah. that time. But. That was before PJ Fleck. Oh, right? yeah, way before. Yeah. No, but they were really fun. You talk about t- taking it. They just said, told Antonio Brown, just run. <laughs> Go where you want to. We'll Dan, Lefe- there. Dan Lefevre would just chuck the ball. Oh, God, they were fun. Those those Tuesday, Wednesday games, Mac action games. Oh, hell yeah, man. I watch those all the time. Well, shit, dude, give us the rundown on those. Uh, I think <laughs> you said both you and I went four for four on that, so. Four and four and four. Not Beat four, it up. Not, not four, four and four. four. Not four, 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 four. Four for eight. My bad. <laughs> and and the uh, people, the at least the the one, the answers that won on the polls. Uh, all you idiots only had three right. So suck it, suck it, Trebek. 
Uh, the first one was Kevin Marks, the running back for Buffalo, uh, 100 rushing yards. He only had 85. Everybody took the over, so we were all wrong on that one. Bingo. Um, this is where we realized we weren't recording. So are we still recording? I guess I'll ask you that before. Yeah, we we're get- good. We're good. I'm watching the <laughs> clock. We're good. Watching it count. Uh, Nebraska runs by the running back over 10 yards. Uh, we've only had five on the year so far. Uh, going into this game, the number was four and a half. We only had three. Um, you were the only one that got that one. You took the o- under. So everybody else oh. took the over. Uh, turnover margin. Wait, everybody took the over? Everybody. Well, not every. I mean, the poll, the one that won on the, the poll percentage. was over. Okay, yeah, got yeah, it. Sorry. Um, turnover margin for Nebraska plus 1.5. It ended up being even because really didn't have i mean we had the one fumble and the one interception on each side um so it was the under everybody had the under except for you uh so you lose (laughs) total punt return total punt return yards for nebraska what was that one big fat zero (laughs) i don't know that it's that funny but okay (laughs) but it's not funny but it's funny that i keep having faith yeah the number was 15.5, obviously zero. Uh, I was the only one that went with the under on that one. So hooray me. Only um, guy. Adrian Martinez completion percentage at 64%. He was at 68.4. It was funny. So before that uh, touchdown pass, the, the second 68 yarder that he had, he was 12 of 18. So I was like, okay, he's at 66%. <laughs> don't this will make it one way or the other throw the ball either way like and oh because you took the under um no i took the over but it was just i didn't want it to go under sure so it's just like okay we don't need to throw the ball anymore oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but everybody took the uh over um so we all got that one right nebraska sacks 1.5 there were no sacks on either side so you know, it was. You know, we talked about it with Buffalo's offensive line and how they don't give up any sacks. Uh, it was as terrible as our offensive line is. We didn't give up any either. Thank you, Adrian Martinez. Not our offensive. You line. did escape on that a lot. Yes. Uh, so that was zero. Uh, we all took the over, so we got that one wrong. James Patterson, uh, the middle linebacker for Buffalo, nine and a half tackles. He ended up with twelve, so he had a really good game as well. He, he averaged nine tackles a game last year. Um, he had 12. I was the only one that took the under, so I didn't get that one. I like Reimer outdoing him, though. Of course. He had 12 and five I'm just solos. Saying he still Reimer. had a really good Reimer game. Reimer had 16 and seven solos. I'm just saying he still had a really good game, so I'm just giving him props. Uh, number of running backs with a carry for Nebraska. Uh, there were four. The, the the same four that's been getting the, the same top four at least that have been getting carries for every game. The pollsters took three, uh, but we both took four, so we got that one right. Boom. Nailed it. Overall, good game. Uh we actually have a winning season for one of the first times. Two and one, uh, baby. Two and one. Let's go. And uh let's get keep this going. It's gonna be hard, but let's keep it going. And that's a wrap. Follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Anchor. We do have a new skill on your Alexa. You can actually set us up as part of your daily briefing. Find us on Twitter and Facebook at Big Red Junkies. And don't forget to join the Big Red Junkies Nation. It's a Facebook group where adults who aren't afraid to speak their mind 
and aren't afraid to hear other people's go other people go off <laughs> and get together and chat up Husker football. Cheers, brother. Let's go do a shot. I'm in. Thank you.